Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the seat of the cab with me, your host, Mr. Nigel Williams. We are, in fact, in a cab. We're in the cab of a Komatsu PW160 tonight. And when I say tonight, I do actually mean tonight because it's nine o'clock. I'm out here on a night shift. Oh, yeah. Night shift on a rubber duck. But we're waiting for a road closure. And we're waiting to give. We're waiting to be given the go-ahead to to get out there and do what we've got to do, and get it done as fast as possible. But a conversation some friends and I have been having is about the seeming apathy and lack of motivation from people on site. I got a friend. He's he's struggling with it. He's uh, He's got guys around him and he's watching them. As soon as the boss man disappears, literally they, everybody just down tools. Downs tools and goes and tosses it off for as long as they can get away with it. And I've often said this to guys. What I'm now about to say is basically I need to get as much done as is humanly possible for the company I work for. Because they only get paid when the work is done. And if they're not getting paid, how do they pay me? And if I can get ahead on the program and I can make them more money and I can save them money in places as well, then not only have I earned my money, but I'll earn the respect and I'll earn the right to ask for a pay rise when the time comes. Sometimes they'll turn around and say, well, look, sorry, there's just there's not enough money in it. At which, it's a negotiation. You can have that conversation. But if you're not even getting the basics done, and you're not even getting the basics right, then what are you doing exactly with your day? You know, we just talked about you know, we just talked about how, you know, you've got guys, all they do is roads and sewers. But they don't know anything about digging footings and foundations. They don't know anything about block and beam. Why not? Because they're too focused on one particular endeavour. So other people have to then be focused on the other side of it. And this is where I think we're stumbling into problems. And I've often said this, I've, I've often said this, I do not like the idea of trying to turn each individual aspect of groundworks into specialised gangs. I don't like it. I think everybody should be able to do everything and everybody should have the knowledge of doing everything because that way they can just jump in with another gang or they can jump ahead or they can go to another site ah oh, well these boys they only know roads and sewers don't they they don't know nothing well oh, we've never done that before then what use are they if you can't send them further up the job or you can't send them off to another job to go and help out with other guys well you're going to pay them to sit at home or you're just going to have to stomach the fact that they're going to work slower to stretch their work out 
so that they can seamlessly continue to only do one specialised operation. You know, I like multi-purpose, multi-skilled ground workers. And I like multi-purpose, multi-skilled ground workers because they can literally turn their hand to anything and they can turn out absolute miracles on jobs. Because where they've got that extra experience under their belt of other situations, of other projects, of other operations within the construction industry, they become far more valuable because they can think outside the box because they've got experience of the situations in different scenarios. Those guys really are worth their weight in gold. But I hear too many times front-end gangs, roads and sewers gangs, footings and foundations only, landscaping gangs, you know, block paving, curbing. So, you know, when you hear them talking about being specialists, you have to wonder, is it because that's the only thing they've learned to do and they don't want to try doing something else just in case they make themselves look silly? Which isn't a problem. You can look silly. No drama. We, we've all looked silly at some point in time when we've tried something new. But trying new things, making making the effort to go that extra mile. Look, here, boss man, I've never done that before, but I'm willing to give it a try. I've never done. I'm going to be a little bit slower, but once I pick it up, bish bash bosh, we're on to a winner. And then you pick that up and you carry that through. You carry that new skill through your whole working life. You don't just do it today. You know, it could be another five or six months until you do that particular operation again or that type of work. But it's something that you'll have learned. It's something you'll have experience of. But it's also new knowledge that you'll be able to carry with you, carry forward, and benefit not just yourself, but your your employers. The motivation thing, I don't know how you motivate people I don't um, for me I love what I do absolutely absolutely love this absolutely love this get to a machine look it over make sure it's as it should be anything that's a problem you, you report it you know if it's safe to go to work just get out there just get out there get, the, get, get it started up get out there go and make some money go and go and do some work i love seeing the finished article i love seeing the end product of what we do sometimes it's monotonous sometimes you'll just be on a loading shovel clearing away belts loading piles loading dump trucks loading wagons but in each individual operation that i do i want to be the best I want to load the lorries as fast as possible. I also want to load them smooth so that the so that the lorry drivers have a nice easy time of it in the in the yard with me. I want to get them belts cleared. I want to make sure there's no damage. I want to make sure I'm keeping an eye on the crushing or the screening operation, whatever it is that we're doing. Sometimes you'll be up on a digger, loading crushers, loading screeners. 
And what's the challenge? The challenge is to consistently keep material moving through the process. Whether it's going through the crusher, whether it's going through the screener, don't matter. But it's to consistently maintain good levels of production. You know, if you're digging footings, you want you want to dig footings. You want to, you want them to be nice, clean, tidy, straight corners, straight trenches. Not a, not a problem. Same when you're doing drainage. Nice straight runs, nice level bottoms. Everyone's happy. Minimum amounts of lost shingle, minimum amounts of waste. You know, the least amount of spoil generated as possible. Bish bash bosh. Everyone's happy. But not everybody thinks like me. Some blokes turn up and they're just like, fucking hell, I can't be asked today. I don't really want to do this. Oh, well, we've got to do that again. Oh, mate. Oh, ugh. Everything's a problem. Everything's a drama. You know, we do need people on the ground. We're always going to need people on the ground. We're always going to need skilled ground workers. Always going to need people that are willing to pick up a shovel, pick up a rake, get a trowel, float it up. We're going to need people that always know how to power float, you know. But we also need to instill this work ethic in young people. Doesn't matter, girl or boys, it doesn't matter. If it's the girls, no doubt they'll be fully focused on attention to detail. They are brilliant at attention to detail. If it's the boys, they're really good for picking up and carrying stuff. Heavy, hard manual work. I don't think I've ever seen a female block paver. I've seen a few female roofers. I've seen a few female chippies. I've seen a few girls working on concrete in gangs and all. But not many. Not many. Do I want do I want that to change? I don't care if it changes. I don't. I don't. <laughs> and this is a this is a this is a conversation I had a, a little while ago. Um, I don't actually care if the, if the, if the status quo is altered or not. The only thing I care about is we get the job done right first time, maximising efficiency, maximising safety and maximising profitability so that everybody can make good money out of the job that we're doing. So yeah, I don't care if it's girls or boys. I couldn't care less. Couldn't care. I, it could be it could be but ugly Martians for all I care. Out there with a shovel or a rake in their hand. I just do not care. I don't care what gender they are. I don't care what colour, creed, religion. I could not give two fucks. Just turn up. Do the job. Smile on your face. And if you're having a hard time, reach out. Talk to someone about the hard time that you're having. You know, I'm sitting here right now in this digger and I'm sitting here with my mentalhealthengland.org mental health first aid lanyard on my on my BBV card. You know, because I want to signalise my willingness to talk. If you're having a hard time. Let's see if we can't motivate you. So let's see if we can solve a few of your problems. So that you don't have the stress. That enables you to fully focus on your work. And if you're 
not here for the job and you're not really interested in what we're doing, then why are you here in the first place? And the question is, how do we encourage young people today to come into our ranks? How do we teach them? I mean, I think the attrition rate on apprenticeships, I think it's pretty low. I think the kids come into it thinking they're going to get nice shiny brand new machines and you know they're going to be on the best infrastructure projects and they're going to have the nicest canteens and the nicest shit houses and they turn up and they've got a beaten up 5,000 hour fucking Hyundai you know that keeps going into limp mode and you know it's too fast on the stick too slow on the boom it's a real ball lake to operate or they, they end up on a crushing and screening pile and then they're bored and they're thinking about this fabulous highlight reel on Instagram or TikTok or wherever. You know, people often say to me, you know, fucking, oh, you, you go here and you go there and you do this and you do that. And I'm like, you just see the highlight reel, pal. You just see the nice, pretty things that I post on the internet. <clears throat> Trust me, you don't see the five o'clock start. Sometimes it's the four o'clock start. Sometimes I'm walking out to the van at four o'clock because I've got a three-hour drive to get to the job. You don't answer the phone wondering where you're going to be going next or who you're going to be working with or what the operation is. or You, don't have, you, you, you have no idea. You don't know what machine you're getting. Is it one you like? Is it one you don't like? Is it a good one? Is it a bad one? Is it fucked when you get there? Is it brand spanking new? You just never know. And for me, that's part of the excitement. But how do we encourage young people to think about what they're going to do as a career? And then not just take that opportunity, but to embrace it. Not just do it, but love doing it. To look at the finished article and say, I did that. When I drive around this piece of infrastructure I'm sitting on now, I'm going to have the full knowledge that I topsoiled that batter. I push layers out in those bridge abutments. I worked on that slip road. I remember what that was like before that was ever even there. I'm going to know all of these things. And I love that fact. I love that fact that I'm going to see these bridges, I'm going to see these roads, and in 10 or 15 years' time, and I'm going to have that pride of knowing that I was part of this. I was driving a dozer. I'm looking at I'm looking at a bridge right now, and I remember when that was barely a meter off the ground. I remember pushing layers out on there. I remember backing into one of the settlement. <laughs> I remember backing into one of the settlement rings. Whoopsies. I remember I remember the dump truck getting stuck. I remember the roller getting stuck. I remember having so many loads to push out. I did. I just. I was absolutely flat to the mat, and the tracks were red hot. 
the GPS was playing up and it was awful. But you know what? Even when it was bad, it was fucking brilliant. Because this is what we do. This is what we love. And we need to give people that edge. We need to find ways to motivate them. We can motivate people with money, of course. Just launch more money. Just throw more money out. But that doesn't solve a problem, does it? Because it does seem like young people, have, they've never had a work ethic instilled in them. They've never had to do anything. They've never had chores pushed upon them where they've had to do them. And they've just embraced having to do them because they're their chores. Mm -hmm. Give me some ideas. Give me some ideas. Tell me. Tell me how you think we can push the motivation. Tell me how you think we can get young people, smart, intelligent young people. Because everybody knows that there was once the trope of, whoa, you better do good at school. You don't want to end up on a building site, do you? But you know what? We should be taking pride in building houses. Parents should be thinking about how their children can serve society. Don't just have kids and then think you've done your bit and then let schools dictate to them and train them badly. Help your kids understand what society is. Society is made up of individuals. And if we're all working towards the common goal, we can have an amazing society. And if when we're at work, we're working towards the same goal and we're all putting in the same effort to make that goal happen, that job site can run so efficiently. Productivity could be through the roof. Our companies could make more money and pay us bonuses. We could have nicer vans, we could have best machines, we could have all these fancy tilt rotators and tilting buckets. And but you can't have that when you're not making any money. You can't have that when you're not being productive on site. You can't have that when you've got blokes sitting there on a gully pot in some little shelter that they've built up for themselves because the boss man's gone away and they think that they can just sit under the shelter tossing it off, looking at shit on their phone. So hit me up. Tell me how you think we can... Tell me how you think we can change the status quo. What changes you would make to make it better. Tell me how you would instill a work ethic in young people hit me up you know where to find me Nigel Williams on Facebook and LinkedIn and you can find me on email at from the seat of the cab no yeah email from the seat of the cab at gmail.com oh my goodness it's been that long since I've podcasted I've almost forgot my email address Whew, heavens to Betsy 
Right then, folks, you know where to find me. You know what you know what I want to know. How are you going to encourage young people? How are you going to instill some kind of work ethic in them? Is it just leading by example? Is it showing them what the finished article is? How? Hit me up. Let me know. And I'll catch you in the next one. Take care. Bye-bye.